This episode of the Damage Guild is sponsored by the children's book Zabber and the Dragon, a child's first step into the medieval fantasy genre. Find it on Amazon or at Hartley.com. That's H-A-R-T-L-Y.com. Previously on the Damage Guild podcast. Shava disappears from sound and sight. You descend into an enormous flooded cavern. You hear a soft whimper coming from somewhere in the darkness. I will enter the water. I'm swimming in complete darkness. You bump your knee on some solid ground. Who's there? Don't be alarmed. I'm here to rescue you. Please take me out of here. I'm going to swim us back to the other side. Once we're at the top, we make a break for it. You run back up to the entrance. Hey, we're here, guys. Shava? This is Edlam. You meet with Mayor Belvera. Edlam seems to think that there's something down there. It is a water-dwelling creature, not necessarily a dragon. If it really is a dragon, it could attack the whole town. There are lots of wild creatures that could attack the whole town, but we killed the trolls, which is what you paid us to do. Therefore, the deal is done. If the dragon learns that the trolls are dead, it will range outside of its cave. If we decide that we want to go back and kill the dragon, we will go back and kill the dragon. Actually, I did think of something that we would be willing to risk our lives over for this dragon. We'd like a chance to be part of the next uh, choosing of the king of this region. We have a candidate. <laughs> king, hey, kings are dragon slayers. They, they, like some kings of great old, not like recently, but like kings that used to be true kings, that's how they got their kingdom. They led the charge against fearsome terrible beasts and one awesome epic battles so if we do that we would have someone who would be worthy of actually wearing the crown not somebody who just inherited it from you know their dad or their dad's dad who actually fought a dragon yeah okay i don't think Azza wants to be the king of this kingdom uh <laughs> yeah we don't want to hang out in this backwater uh region for forever <laughs> while Azza sits on the throne <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It doesn't sound too bad. Yeah, so the point stands, we have a done deal, unless you're going to go back on our deal. In which case, it is an undone deal. Right. And we will leave town immediately with you dealing with the dragon on your own. I will pay you what we agreed on. Just please, if there's anything more that you can do. Could you call in your allies? Do you have allies? Towns here are few and far between, and we rarely have the resources to help one another. But you're under a king. Like, you you may... You, okay, let, let me figure out the structure of this nation real quick. So there's a king over the nations. And if a nation submitted a letter of, hey, we found out that we have a secret dragon, and that's why we've been in trouble. It wasn't trolls. You know, that correspondence we sent you, like, three weeks ago about people who are disappearing and they're trolls. And you said, nah, handle it yourselves. Like, it's actually a dragon. <laughs> like, don't you have some sort of communications with the, the ruling party over this region? It's feudalism. This is this is feudal. <laughs> <laughs> we would likely be able to attract the attention of the king and get some help, but in the time it takes to send a messenger all the way there and gather an, up an army and send them back, that could take weeks. The dragon would likely have destroyed the village if it was going to. It could take months, mm. even weeks. Even weeks. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
There are other ways to solve the problem of the dragon. We find some new trolls and install them into the cave. <laughs> some nice trolls. <laughs> problem solved. Hey, innovative solutions to complex problems. That's right. Or we just collapse the cave while the dragon's in there. Just set up, rig up a That's bunch true. of explosives and just... Yeah, I also thought about, like, cementing or collapsing the cave. Yeah. Rig it to blow. All right. Well, thank you for honoring our deal. Now we have some payments and food to distribute to the people of your village because we're nice guys and we do that kind of thing and once we're done with that then we'll have a conversation about this dragon so we go out into the town square hear ye hear ye the trolls are slain we would like to recognize those who were with us on this brave mission last night please step forward if you were there if you risked your lives to protect your homeland your town a handful of villagers step forward. Are we sure they're the ones that were with us? Like, what if a few, like, other townsfolk <laughs> step forward? <laughs> well, we look at them and make sure. No, you, hey, you, get back in the crowd. You're not <laughs> yeah, like you us. didn't come last <laughs> night. You didn't come. You liar. All right, everybody come up with us on stage here, because I'm imagining there's a little stage. No, it's just a bunch of, like, a crowd surrounding us. Everybody who is there, come on. You, caravan guards, you come, too. Everybody get up here. All right, so you're all standing in the middle of the town square? All right. Mm-hmm. People of... I forgot the name of this town again. Solchea. People of Solchea. You have a very forgettable town name. <laughs> you, should re- you should think about renaming it. Everybody who was with us last night will be richly rewarded, as promised. Now, please, a round of applause. And I go down the line of the townsfolk, and I say, what's your name? And then each one tells me their name. And I say, to this person, a pouch of 50 gold. And then everybody, and then we just go down the line, just like a diploma presentation, and we recognize each person individually for their contribution. By name. By name. Oh, yeah, that's the guy that threw the Molotov cocktail on the, yeah. on the troll bodies. Nice. Right, that's the guy that stood outside the cave with a torch and looked menacing. Yeah, that's Bob. And lit my body on fire to free me from my <laughs> webby imprisonment. <laughs> Web. But we don't want to talk about that part. Yeah, that's Frank. Oh, yeah, he lit yeah. us on fire. Hey, high fives, Frank. <laughs> right. They did technically deal points of damage at some point in the combat. (laughs) But it was friendly fire. Uh, Get it? Friendly fire? That's right. It was. There was a lot of friendly fire going on last night. (laughs) And then we recognize each of the caravan guards, and then they're like, yay, but not as much, because, you know, they're not actually, like, from the town, whatever. And then I just sort of gloss over how much gold is in the caravan guards' bags. They each get Mm. some gold, and they get some gold. And then we... And you get a car, and you get a car. Yeah. (laughs) And now... For the people of whatever the name of this town is again. <laughs> Solchea. No, I, I actually did, yeah. For the people of Solchea, you have been starved. You have suffered at the hands of these trolls. Now, if we can repay you with but a little of what they have stolen, then let it be so. Tokus, Aslo, open the magic bags. Open them. Open, open the, the magic bags, bags and let, let the bounty... Be plentiful. Let fly the harvest of justice. The harvest. <laughs> we start tossing food. Yeah, we like do it overzealously. We're like pegging like old halfling <laughs> mothers with like baguettes. Like because the bread's hard at this point. I accidentally put some of the skulls that I found in there and we, ac- we accidentally start throwing <laughs> skulls. Be like, whoa, that's not food. Yeah, we just start throwing out like old lettuce and like everything that I... There's, like other was, things in the satchel that we didn't mean to throw. <laughs> yeah, like, the crap. Like, <laughs> of in there. Oh no! Yeah. All right. So we we start just like N- random notes 
back and forth between us and Mernie. Yeah. And, like, Mernie <laughs> snacks. What if Mernie just ate all of the food? Or at least took it. <laughs> right. Oh, it's like, oh, thanks, guys. Oh, Appreciate that. So we th- we toss it out and just distribute it among the, the townsfolk and say, be fed and be well. The troll plague is past. Take and eat, all of you. Enjoy the spoils of war. And know that your town will see peace. The townsfolk around you are applauding and grabbing for the food and whatever else they can get their hands on. You've caused chaos in the streets as they're all clamoring over each other trying to grab what they can. Yes. Excellent. Oh no, are some of them getting trampled? (laughs) Only the older ones. And then we start a chant. The Triple A Team! The Triple A Team! The Triple A Team! You keep it fairly orderly as you're throwing food out to everyone nearby. Right. They, they, they form lines in front of each of the three of us, and we hand out food. Sounds good. Right. Yeah, that's much better. It's a lot better than just throwing food into the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> so we hand them some food to sustain them. Yeah, and Stripey's holding up like a, like a picket sign that just says the Triple A Team in the back so that everyone knows who we are. He has, like, a special sign that's, like, bent at the bottom, and it's in his mouth, and then it goes like this, and then up, like an L <laughs> shape. It, like, yeah, it does a right angle. So like a snorkel. Yeah. Yeah, a snorkel sign, so he can hold it up. Yeah, exactly. So he can so he can hold it. And then as we pass out the food, each item of food that we take out, we rubber stamp it with, this food provided <laughs> by the AAA team. <laughs> we don't need to do all that, Shava. They know that we're, for the moment, town heroes. Mm. We don't have to lord it over them. <laughs> yeah. It's not like they're going to pledge fealty to us at ship sale. True. Well, we could get a t-shirt cannon and start launching AAA <laughs> team t-shirts at them. No, I've just rolled up business cards and stuck them into the food. Yeah, there you go. Do you distribute all the food or do you keep enough to resupply the caravan? Or No, we, uh, we get rid of all of it. The merchants who didn't come with us last night can pay for the restock of their caravan. They were, they were reimbursed. So you just aren't dealing with the caravan at all at this point? No, like I said, the the merchants got their gold back. Did they? Oh, yeah. Remember when we went around collecting gold for the trolls' demands, we collected enough gold so that the merchants who provided the barrels of food could be paid back in addition to the amount that we gave the trolls. So they have been fully reimbursed for what they gave. All right, so they'll be resupplying and... As per the agreement, they can wait around another day here while you deal with whatever else. Hmm. I mean, they they need to wait another day since they couldn't resupply yesterday. Okay. I just don't see where our motivation is to fight this dragon. We'll have to talk to the mayor again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, before we have that conversation, Azo, can you minus 850 gold in various coinage from the... Roughly 1,685 gold that was... <laughs> Remember that how coins are heavy, so... Yeah. So try and get rid of a bunch of silver and copper if you can. All right, so how much am I minusing? 850 gold in total. That was our, our distribution. Okay. All right. Well, what do you think? Should we fight the dragon or not fight the dragon? Is fighting a dragon a really good way for us to level up in the world? Like, not just, like, in levels, but in, like, in the world. In the world, sure. In levels, it's superfluous. Like, could we take the slaying dragon merit badge to the Sapphire Saber when we get back and say, we killed a dragon while we were on this side quest. Mm. In another continent. In another continent. But we we have the dragon head as proof. Does that merit moving up in the Sapphire Saber? You better believe we're going to dry out that dragon head and bring it back in our luggage as a shrunken head. I'm definitely going to take some trophies as well if we kill a dragon. We just get a certificate of 
completion. Yeah, from the from the mayor. Hmm. That's what they do, right? That's part of their job description. Yeah, they just sign off. The dragon just prints it out when it dies. Just <laughs> <laughs> it's like a receipt. Yep. Hmm. Or maybe it's like Skyrim and we just like breathe in this powerful dragon spirit wind uh, into our being and people just hmm. know that we're dragon slayers. Yep. And then you can yell better. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's right. Better at yelling. That's what it's all about. <laughs> yep. It'll, it'll improve my gnomish battle cry. Dane, do we have any indication that that might be the case with Sapphire Sabers? That they'll give extra credit for quests outside the bounds of the saber? Just general good deeds and so forth? Not per se. I mean, they did give you a promotion when you weren't really looking for one. Mm. Yeah. So there's some precedent to it, although that was also directly influencing the guild and the country and everything. But, I mean, if you brought back proof that you had killed a dragon, they would probably be impressed, at least, and be more willing to promote you again quickly. Maybe willing to test us. Mm. Yeah, willing to let us do the trial okay. of the next rank. Yeah, instead of getting the head, like, taxidermied and mounted in one of our extra-dimensional rooms, we could have it taxidermied and mounted on the outside of the door leading to all the extra-dimensional rooms so that every single adventurer in the Sapphire Saber sees it before they go to bed every night. And remembers us. How does that idea strike you? Yeah, we'll have a little plaque underneath the AAA team. And, you know, that's that's another question. Would this uh, potentially move us closer to a level up outside of game world in the real world Mm, to have killed a dragon there's also lots of things to consider from particular things that came out last october such as fizzbin's treasury of dragons there's lots and lots (laughs) of really cool stuff that happens when you fight and or kill dragons Mm. (laughs) is that true in this world i mean it's it's straight from the dragon's mouth that's what it says when i go to dungeonsanddragons.com straight from the dragon's mouth discover how dragons (laughs) embody magic across the world of D&D and how you can bring them to life at your table in this quintessential reference guide for the world's greatest role-playing game Wow. Not sponsored. This message brought to you by Wizards of the Coast. <laughs> no, they're, no, they're seriously, they're like boons that your characters can acquire from defeating dragons. Like, like if we beat this dragon, it's like all of a sudden we learn how to breathe underwater or something. Uh, we can okay. finally, I can finally marry the hypothetical Sohagen wife. <laughs> there you go. Ah, uh, yes. If I gain water breathing. And fulfill your character arc, your true story. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Forget the cult. That's right. I'm just going to go live under the water. The cult can't go there. Mm -hmm. There may be a language barrier, but there won't be a moisture barrier. That's for sure. Yeah. Seaweed's always greener than someone else's lake. (laughs) I'm just saying there are ways that Thane could entice us to fight a dragon, and it's in this book that I'm talking about. Mm. There's some really cool stuff, like really rare, awesome, or like sometimes the dragon's blood like gets soaked up into your magical weapons and like they become stronger or something. Mm. Well, what if, now this is just theoretical, but what if we were to fight a dragon, not for the reward, not for the potential benefits, but just because we're heroes and we wanted to do something nice? Shaba, that's really lawful good of you to say. Hmm, I know. I don't like it at all. I don't think Tokus is motivated by that because he's too neutral and chaotic. Right. So that's why I posed it as a hypothetical, like, what if we don't have to actually do that? Just throwing that out there. All I'm trying to say is even if the mayor's rewards for us stink, we could find a different reward system is what Tokus is saying. There could be other incentives, like this would be the first dragon that Sean has ever fought and died against. 
<laughs> like for me, it's a win-win whether we live or die because I've never fought a dragon, but you guys might feel differently. Yeah. Plus, you might be right, Shaba, that there could be treasure buried at the bottom of the lake. Mm. Yeah. True. Or the dragon itself is the reward. Is the treasure? Mm. <laughs> Real treasure is the dragon we fought along the way. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what if we befriend the dragon? Mm. Ooh, then it be- could become our pet. The dragon had subjects. <gasps> Maybe we can get our disguises back on and pretend to be greenskins and then pledge our fealty to the dragon. And get the dragon food. Thereby earn it gets trust before we stab it in the back. <laughs> so, okay, let, let's talk mechanics here. We did remember that we have the ring of water walking. Like, I could go out on the water and, like, be bait. Like, I could attract the dragon and tank the dragon out on the water, and then you guys could do, like, ranged combat. Mm, that's true. That's true. That's true. Because, like, without the ring of water walking, I'm just going to sink to the bottom and mm. drown. So it'd be cool for us to actually use that ring. We haven't really used it yet. Yeah. Other than you swiping the chest and rescuing a halfling, which that was really heroic. Shaba, did I tell you how heroic that was that you saved that halfling's life by risking your own? That was super heroic. That was great. Uh, you didn't, but thanks. I mean, it means a lot less now after the fact, but, you know, I'll take it. <laughs> now, did you do that for yourself, or did you do that because the Ramlord compels you to do such things? I did that because there was a person who needed help, and I wanted to help them. Which is the only reason why I'm considering fighting this dragon. Mm, but we get to help a whole town this time. Right. A lot of people. Yeah, it's like we are on a mission. We have somewhere that we're trying to go. And we did meet our end of the bargain. But now if we leave, then we probably have the town's lives on our consciences. Mm. Hey, guys. Hey, Shaba. Along with having the town's lives on our consciences, which I don't necessarily know is true, but hear me out. If you wanted to poison an entire town of people, how would you do it? Shaba, I think you're pointing your rage in the wrong direction. <laughs> I would put a water dragon in the well water. There you go. Bingo, Tokus. You would poison the water. Now, when I went swimming in that cave, the water was clean as a whistle. What if, perchance... We were able to poison said water. Wouldn't we need, like, a lot of poison that to would, do that? That would, be, that would be a lot of poison. We also <laughs> should just hire uh, a water or ice mage that can manipulate that big body of water. No, there's really cool freeze. spells. Yeah, there's really cool spells when it comes to water. Well, I used to know... The, I used to have the ability to freeze stuff, but then I upgraded my gauntlets and now I can't. But, yeah, I mean, there's really cool water and ice magic that exists. We could, like, mm. you know, wor- we could, like, whirlpool the dragon and stuff. So what we need to do is we need to get Murney here right away. Make sure that he's got all his water spells queued up. Maybe we can just pull him through the interdimensional satchel. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Just tell him to dive right through the satchel. <laughs> I wasn't kidding. I was thinking we should consult Murney. He might know a thing or two about fighting water dragons. Hmm. Can we send him a note? That's a good idea. Yeah, start writing. All right. Uh... <laughs> Dear Murney, we miss you right. and love you very much. Hang on a second. Dear Murney. Dear Murney, I hate your stinking guts. <laughs> you make me vomit. <laughs> Did you see all the food we put in the satchel recently? Sorry. We gave it to a town. <laughs> but we're still thinking of you. Um, we're about to fight a water dragon. Do you have any ideas or any special uh, potions or strategies or magical items you could give us through the satchel? That would be great, Murney. Thank you so much. You're my favorite master. 
And <laughs> P.S. I love you. Except for Isric. P.S. P.S.S. P.S. Stripey uh, loves you. Yep. Stripey and the other guy say hi and goodbye. It's a good letter. I like that one. All right. And I'm going to put it in the satchel for him. We stand there waiting until he writes back. <laughs> Has he written back now? Is there anything now? We check every five seconds. <laughs> no, we could like, each of us could check because we each have a satchel. So like, I'll, I'll be on first check. Mm. Okay. And then five seconds later, I'll do this next check. And then you can check. Yeah. So that each of us only has to check every 15 every seconds. Every 15 seconds. Yes. That's a good <laughs> yeah. plan. Yeah. All right. We can at least be semi-productive. <laughs> he was supposed to be checking, what, every morning? Once a day. Mm-hmm. Once every 24 hours. I'm not sure if it was every morning. I thought it was just he said he checked daily. Yeah, like every 24 hours, which is also kind of like checking daily. <laughs> so you leave your note there, and you check back frequently. Are you doing anything else while you're checking and waiting? Maybe we should go see the mayor about the dragon. Sure. Are we going to fight it then? Nope. I- I'm not sure yet. We need to talk it out. Okay, we go see the mayor. Like, for Tokus, again, because I'm neutral chaotic, like, I'm all for saving people if we can, but, like, the good has to outweigh the chance that we all get eaten. Mm. Like, I'm, the threshold could be that Stripey gets eaten. That's acceptable. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> it's even desirable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even desirable, but, like, above that threshold, like, if you guys are getting eaten, like, mm-mm. Yeah. The mayor may or may not may in a way that outweighs the say in our play. So whether or not we kill this dragon might depend on what she offers. They've got to have, like, a sweet heirloom or something in this town. Like, doesn't every town have a sweet heirloom that, like, the king has bestowed upon the mayor so that they can may? Like mm. a scepter of... Of maying? Something May. or other. Yes. They've got to have, like, one magic item in this town they can give us <laughs> for fighting a dragon. Oh, mayor, may I plant my crops in this field? And then she lowers the scepter onto the person's shoulder and says, You may. So you go talk to the mayor, Belvera, and seeing that you've returned, she seems anxious and hopeful. So have you been discussing the dragon? Have you come to a decision? We have been discussing it, and Tokus would like to know what is your most valuable item that you own. He asked that specifically. (laughs) I have some, some jewelry. I... This is a rather humble village. Yes. Humble town. I mean, I have my own, my mother's necklace, my grandmother's rings. Well, that's not important right now. What's important is, if we were to fight this dragon and die, what's to stop the dragon from coming and attacking your village? Nothing. That is true. So you'd be in just the same situation that you are already in, except we'd be dead. And that seems (laughs) suboptimal to me. You don't want that, do you? <laughs> Could you get us an audience, perhaps, with the king, or, like, let us send him a letter? Could you get us an audience with the dragon? The king is far too far from here. No, I'm saying, like, if we did this job, oh. your town isn't able to offer a reward, but you're connected to someone who can. Would you report to the king and let him know that we slayed the dragon, and then we are due that reward that they can provide that you weren't able to. The reward that you would want to give the heroes that slayed the dragon and saved your town, but you're unable to give to us, you could ask the king to send it to us. Mm. That's the best I can think of, because no offense, but we don't want to take your mother's necklace. At least <laughs> I don't want it. Do you guys want it? Nah. Me neither. I don't like necklaces. Unless they have, like, teeth or claws or bones on them. Well, that is a reasonable request. I'm certain that if you were to slay a dragon, I could send a messenger to the king and 
relay the request. He should be able to offer some reward. We're most in, we have a big battle coming up. We're most interested in things that would enhance our combat prowess. So we're not necessarily looking for money from the king, but if he has any special weapons or armaments or magical tomes that speak, you know, dancing swords or pretty much anything like super exotic and awesome. Mm, I am not privy to the contents of the king's treasure vault, but he likely has something. Whether he'd be willing to part with it or not, based purely on my word, I couldn't say... I'm sure we'll come to some agreement. Yeah, I'm sure you're sure that you will. What do you think, Aslo? In lieu of powerful magic items, we would accept gold from the king. Mm. Well, there should be something waiting for you. I mean, at the very least, if it truly is a dragon in there, then it's bound to have accumulated some vast hoard of its own. And you're welcome to anything from there that you could carry. Yeah, I wonder what water dragons like to hoard over... In fact, if the hoard is just so much that you can't carry it, I would be willing to exchange coins for you, make it easier, sell you gems and jewelry instead of having to cart around all of your coins. Mm. There is something you could do, actually. So this hypothetical hoard of the water dragon is underwater at the bottom of the depths. Would you provide us with extraction, like an extraction team? Would the village help us in extracting the treasure? If there is a treasure. Scuba gear, strong swimmers. Potions of water breathing. Well, no, we would have to set up like a pulley or something. Yeah. I could supply workers for a short duration. To extract the treasure? (laughs) Imagine just a bunch of people dredging up gold from the bottom of a lake. (laughs) It's like pearl diving. Yeah, they're just carrying out just huge (laughs) sacks of gold, getting paid like a silver piece a day. (laughs) Oh, man, he thought Nibrin had a bad job. How depressing would that be? (laughs) Well, maybe we could help the worker, the laborers that dredge up the money, you know, financially. Like what we did with the helpers with the troll fight. Speaking of which, um, do you know anything about fighting dragons, water dragons, and do you have any townsfolk that would be combat ready? I don't think I can supply any warriors for such a dangerous mission. It's likely that any dragon would kill them instantly. You have any, like, harpoon guns? Anything like that? (laughs) I would be willing to loan you an item that you should find useful. Go on. I have a necklace that, when worn, will allow you to breathe underwater. You can breathe in places where you normally wouldn't be able to. Uh, oh, like space? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> the AAA team goes to space! In space! In space. <laughs> We're going to take this uh, show on the road. <laughs> it's blasting off. <laughs> We're going to build our own rocket ship. Just just to clarify, this isn't your mother's necklace, is it? Because if it is, we don't want it. No, this is not my property. It belongs to the town. She's like, yes, my mother was a Sohagen. So wait, this town does have a magical relic to borrow. Yes, there's one thing I can loan it to you. It's a big risk, because if we get eaten, there goes the necklace. I'm aware of that. And then the dragon will be able to breathe underwater. But you are taking a big risk as well if you go and fight the dragon. Mm. It's a big, big risk, yeah. You know, Aslo is primarily motivated by money. He wants to make it big on cash and spend as little as possible. But, I don't know, Aslo's feeling a a special kindred with this folk. And um, he doesn't want to leave them in the lurch. I mean, even though we've already saved them once, he's like, well, I guess we have to do it again. You know what I mean? That's the thing. We have already saved them once. And Shaba is motivated by... 
as we all know, friendship. Yes. And we have relieved the town of its troll problem. And so now Shaba feels like we should be friends, but there are myriad monsters in this wild territory. And why is this particular monster now more of a problem than any other monster that could attack the town, right? Well, so the the trolls were supplying the dragon and sating the dragon. Right. right. So we've we've by killing the trolls, we've removed. Now, one thing we could perhaps do cuz, you know, our friend Aslo here is very convincing. What if we just set up a deal? What if you just we got to talk to the dragon and just said, "Hey, the town doesn't want you to eat them, but they're going to supply you with regular food, mm. whatever you need." Yeah. We could also maybe communicate with the dragon and try to set up a similar deal like what the trolls are doing for the dragon. Mm. I don't think we could sustain such a deal for more than a few months at most. We only have so much livestock. Mm. Maybe we could convince the dragon to migrate. There's more food south. Yeah, it's funny. I'm reading the... You you probably know that I'm a huge fan of The Last Kingdom. So I'm reading the Saxon stories. It's about the formation of England. And he mentions like in the countryside how like to prepare for winter one of the things that they do is they slaughter a bunch of their flocks they're they slaughter their livestock to thin the herd for the winter mm. because they they don't want to have to feed all of those animals over winter they would rather most of their animals feed them mm. so they thin the herd at the end of fall and then they grow the flocks throughout the spring and summer so if that's an actual thing that happens because you don't want to be feeding a huge flock over winter, then theoretically enough livestock should be able to be grown or birthed over time to provide extra and above and beyond what the town needs. That way they could offer the dragon at least some form of compensation for not killing them. Well, as I said, we could probably sustain such a deal for a few months, but eventually we would reach a point where we just don't have the animals necessary. How long have the trolls been stealing from you? They appeared about a month ago. Mm-hmm. And so it could be that this, maybe the dragon just recently arrived and drove the trolls to attack us. Or the dragon recently hired the trolls or took them under his uh, servitude. Perhaps. I'm going to take Aslo aside briefly. I realize that this is the equivalent of a side quest, but it feels like the most epic side quest we've ever been on. That is true. <laughs> is there any way that we could somehow tie this to the crown, the, the crown on your head? Because, like, mm. if we get in, like, maybe that's the biggest reward from slaying this dragon. We could get in with a different king than the king that we're associated with already. There's another king here, and we could build relation with other said king, and maybe this other king could be another candidate to wear the crown like our triton friend back home right we're, we're king shopping potentially eventually right that's like the long term goal is we might have to be shopping for a king or make be be king makers right as thane has said in the past what if this is like that small opportunity this could be our end to get into a relationship with this other kingdom yeah because our end game is to find someone to wear the crown ultimately or was it to get rid of the crown It was to keep the cult from getting the crown. But technical question on that note, on the point that Tokus just made. If a king, like a legit king in charge of a kingdom, puts on the crown, does he automatically get fealty equal to the number of subjects in his kingdom? 
No, they have to pledge fealty while you're wearing the crown. Be in front of you and do it while you're wearing it. Okay. That's how it works. I'm so confused. So if, like, we were to give the crown hypothetically to the Castle Ormog uh, kingdom, he wouldn't get the charges? Then he would have to call all of his subjects in to actually pledge fealty to him, like... In person. To, so like, re-pledge fealty? Mm-hmm. So then, if that's the case, then why don't we just have everybody in the town pledge fealty to Aslo while he wears the crown? That's, yeah, I think Tokus brought that up a while ago. Well, yeah, but Thane was saying, like, you would have to de-fealty-alize yourself to whatever <laughs> kingdom that you're in. Well, that's true. We have a whole town that's about to be massacred by a dragon in a number of days or weeks or less. So, they're desperate enough they So could- if you want us to save you... Yeah. Pledge fealty. Yeah, so they, they are mm, in a desperate true. situation. I had thought about how we could tie this into the main arc since you brought it up. That would yeah. uh, that would be our reward. They wouldn't have to pay us anything, but we would gain by having people pledge fealty to the crown, which that would also help us in the battle, potentially. Maybe like 50 or fewer. That's not a big town. Right, but however many, it's still more powerful that the crown is Mm -hmm. and then we could actually fight the dragon yeah yeah because you'd have okay well hang on what abilities on the crown would actually help us well so for example there's one called charm monster Mm. let's see divination might tell us where it is uh enthrall gaius takes five charges i don't know what that one does but gish is is you can lie perfectly isn't it no gish is like sending someone on a quest for you that they have to they're compelled to follow through on. Mm. Mm. Okay. Like a me-seeks. Are we done powering? Let's talk to the mayor about this. Let's see if she, she likes the... Are, are we in agreement? Would she be willing to break from the kingdom so that they don't get eaten? Are we in agreement that that's what we're going to do? I would rather have that than anything else. Even getting to keep the necklace. Yes. Yeah, I think so too. Same. Yeah. Let's try to leverage that, and maybe you should handle it, Aslo, because you're good at talking and stuff. Yeah, so we we think we've come up with an idea. <laughs> Rather than trying to uh, acquire more gold, we are simply wondering if, in exchange for doing this task, we could have your town pledge their fealty to me. The sentence ends right there. We could have your town. <laughs> we want your town. <laughs> well, actually, but we don't want... We, we would want to install you... As right. the governor, you would remain like the mayor. You would remain mayor. It's just they would be switching fealty from this far off king that's not going to save you from this dragon whatsoever to, to the king who is doing such a thing would be inviting a war to these lands. What? Why is that? No. Would they even know you're you're in the middle yeah, of nowhere? Nobody would even know. Would they even know <laughs> that you've changed? If the king's so far away, just don't tell him. But would I still be paying taxes to two kings now? This this doesn't make sense. No, no, Here, here's the thing. Your people can pledge fealty to this crown, and then once the dragon's dead and we're out of your hair, you pledge fealty to whoever you want. You just do whatever you want. Yeah, let the people decide, because some might want to stay pledged to the their dragon slayers. Their dragon slayer? Mm-hmm. And other people want to... It's fine. If they want to have their, their secret alliances or allegiances or whatever the word is that I'm trying to say, then... That's up to them. That's in their own mind. <laughs> or they could even just come with us. Maybe we have a better life for them than this kingdom. Yeah, living dangerously on the road. It's much better than being a farmer. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> look, look, listen, we're not trying to tear the kingdom apart. We are trying to save your town, and that's really the only way that you can possibly pay us in the amount that we 
would request for this mission. Bingo. Exactly. Nail. Hashtag nailed it. <laughs> Do you think that some of them would remain f- feelless, feel, feeltus towards <laughs> Aslo? <laughs> That's it's a tough one. There's not many conjugations there. Yeah. <laughs> f- uh, feel- Fieltastic. Fieltastic. Feel- <laughs> feeltiful. Feel terrific. Loyal. Loyal. Oh, oh yeah, man. That How about that word? <laughs> That's one that exists. <laughs> That's a 10 cent word right there. Oof. Yeah, would some of the townsfolk here remain loyal to Aslo's crown because he's actively saving them? It is possible. I do not know the minds of my citizens. Nor does their king. Hey, <laughs> Do we have a bean counter on the crown? Does, does the crown have a ticker? Like a little doot? That, like, shows the pledge, like the fealty numbers? Yeah, what, what is the population of this town? And can children pledge fealty, or do they have to be of a certain age? Well, more importantly, like, if my charisma is, like, a 50, and I walk up and I'm like, hey, man, I'm, I am your man for life until death. And then I walk around and I'm like, psych. Like, how does the crown deal with that? So, there's a sentence in the description. If the creature is compelled to make the pledge through magic or other means, or if it later revokes its pledge or acts counter to it, it is not counted as a follower. Mm. Okay. We also have to find people who are charisma 13 or higher in this town, which is not going to be every citizen. Sure. Might not Mm. be any of them, is the other issue. We just have to have every man, woman, and child pledge, and then the 13s and above will count. Everyone else will just do it as a show of support for killing the dragon. Right. So it might only be a handful or fewer. Like maybe some of the merchants here, you know, might have a high charisma. Mm, the merchants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm trying to think of other high charismatic. The The town uh, bard would have a high charisma. I mean, they're, yep. Yep. they're halflings. Halflings are charismatic people, wouldn't you say? Sure. Generally speaking. The mayor... You yourself surely must have a high charisma to may over this town. Yeah, you don't get elected without a high charisma. I say we go for it, and maybe even if it doesn't fully fill, it won't fully fill up the crown. It just won't, but it might get us some more charges. Yeah. I guess the reason I was asking you what spells are relevant is because that's the relevancy, right? Because I thought the the crown just scales in charges as far as followers, right? Mm -hmm. So if those spells at the lower tier aren't relevant, then we should shoot for a different reward for killing the dragon than just like five more followers i mean mm-hmm. it, we, we need a lot of followers because you're not lo- uh your alignment as low yeah because i'm not lawful so my number of charges is halved we just need to like lay it out for the townspeople call a big meeting get everybody out there again in the town square and just say look this is a magic item it's fueled by your loyalty Give us some loyalty for a while. Yeah, trust us to kill the dragon. We'll kill the dragon, and then you do with, with your loyalty what you want, as you please. Yeah. They, they have to believe in us while we're fighting the dragon. Like, that's the thing. Right. We need you to mm. believe. So, you know, Asla would have to give, like, some sort of rousing speech for this to work. You gotta believe. For, like, the next two hours, I need you to believe that I am your king and that I will save you from the dragon. <laughs> That's right. And then you can believe whatever. It's as good a plan as any we've got, I say. It would be cool to, like, temporarily charge up the crown, even if they all fall away. For sure. Yeah. All right. Well, that settles it. Belvera, what do you say? Shaba, she is like a mayor or something, so she might not want any of this to happen. Yes, I have already pledged fealty to my king. That doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. You can pledge fealty to Aslo, and then when the deed is done, you can pledge fealty back to your king, and he'll never know the difference. 
He makes a good point. We should point out that the crown doesn't have any sort of nefarious controlling abilities. Like, it is a crown of truth in that sense. Well, I mean, it it totally does, though. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, like, all of its spells are about, like, mind control and stuff like that. (laughs) But we're not going to use it for that. We're going to use it to, to battle the dragon. Yeah, but the crown loses charges if you use magical means to gain followers. We can't we can't force them. No, well, the, yeah, yeah, no. I wasn't talking about that. We can convince them that we're their best shot from living from the dragon. Sure. And that they should trust us. Yeah, that's exactly what we're going to do. Yeah. 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 I think we've got a good case here for the townsfolk to decide what they want to do, whether or not they want to do this. Yeah. Belvera seems to be wavering some. I'm a woman of my word, but the town... How about you make, Aslo, make a persuasion check? Alrighty. Dude, session insp. Session insp. Use my session inspiration on this. (laughs) Alright. It's gonna be a 30. (laughs) (laughs) How often do we get 30s? (laughs) Not so, not so often. I didn't even get above a 30 when I was passed without traced. Very well. If this is how I must behave in order to save my people, then I will pledge my loyalty to you. Sweet. I'm glad you've seen the light. Do you, like, feel the power all of a sudden, Aslo, from that? Like a jolt of energy? <laughs> a shockwave goes out from the crown. <laughs> you do feel something as she says those words. Oh, wow. Something at the back of your mind just kind of... Tingles. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to put into words, but you sense something. Unlimited power! (laughs) I Sith lightning her to death. (laughs) Now that you have shown me your loyalty, you must die. You have betrayed your king, and for that, the penalty is death. You will perish. (laughs) Yeah, we've seen her true colors. Um, So uh, when's the town meeting going to happen? we got to get this show on the road and kill the dragon fast. Yeah, let's ring that bell. We don't have all day. Let's ring that bell. I do not believe it would be wise to bring the entire town into this. The more who know, the more dangerous it is. I mean, word would get out and attract the attention of the true king. I do not wish to incite a rebellion or, or the appearance of one. Well, practically speaking, who in this town could keep their mouth shut and is charismatic? Practically speaking... Have fun with your dragon, then. Okay, thanks. Bye. (laughs) Yeah, I thought this was what we agreed upon. Yeah, we totally just agreed to this. I could introduce you to some of the town council, perhaps. You are not very much behaving like a woman of your word. I thought we had an agreement, and now you are, again, (laughs) going back on a second agreement. I have agreed to pledge myself. I cannot speak for my townspeople, as I already said. Yeah, let's hold a council meeting, then. I will argue your case before the town council, and perhaps they will be willing to make this decision. So they'll pledge in secret to Aslo? That's the plan? Yes. And so they're basically this town's government. They probably would have the charisma we need. Yeah, they're they're politicians. Of course they have high charisma. Mm. I will gather the council together. I will tell them pertinent information, and you shall meet us at the council chambers in one hour. Okay, one hour. All right, we wait for one hour. During that span of time, you actually find a response from Mernie. Ooh. Oh, all right. Mernie wrote us back. He loves us so much. Mernie! Oh, what's it say? What's it say? I, I scramble to open the letter. Oh, man, what does it say? Dear Tokus and Stripey and Aslo and Shava and 
Was there another one? No. I received your letter. I must say I am amazed that you intend to fight a dragon. <laughs> I'm amazed that you're still alive. <laughs> I am glad to hear from you, though. It has been too long. I do not know specifically what this dragon may have in store for you, but if it is underwater, then perhaps the included potion will be of help. Mm. And that's all it says. That's the whole letter. A potion? Tokus, why don't you uh, take a little taste of that potion? Yeah, there's a potion? That sweet, sweet potion. So I actually can learn what a potion is if I inspect it, mm, right? Yes, you can. Yep. All you got to do is give it a little taste. Do I have to make her check? Or is it just... I, no, you just, nope. you just auto. hold it and look at it. Okay, I'm going to give it a look. You auto know. Yes. Now that you know there's a potion in the bag, you can summon it out. You hold the potion up, and you see that it is a potion of water breathing. Oh, nice. handy. Is it one dose? Sweet. Yes. Hmm. So water breathing and water walking, and the necklace is also... And the necklace. Water breathing. Water breathing. So we have mm-hmm. water breathing, water walking, and water breathing. Yes. But do we have mm-hmm. underwater sword fighting? No, mm-hmm. we do not. No. That's the problem. Potion of water breathing will last for one hour. Nice. Yeah, we would we would have to figure out, Shaba, you're right, to think about, okay, who's going to do what? Um, and could we even equip Stripey with one of these things? We could certainly get him to drink the potion. Mm. Um, I don't know about the necklace. And we do not have any potions of not taking penalties for fighting underwater. Right. So who of us is effective in underwater fighting? Uh, our spells should still be effective. Your Sahuagin wife, your future Sahuagin <laughs> wife is effective. And Alendria is apparently very effective. Uh, our our Triton friend. Mm. Tafe. For the spells, you have to make sure that you can actually speak. Uh, yeah. Oh, but certain spells I have aren't somatic. Anything with a verbal component, you'd have to be able to speak. Right. If I can breathe underwater, can I speak underwater? Yeah, if you've got water breathing, then you can speak fruit. Okay. Yeah, it'll be tough. We'll have to figure out. I mean, we could also draw the beast out of the chamber. Right, that was going to be my next point, is that, like, do we even want to fight it in its own turf? Shouldn't we draw it out? It's going to have to leave eventually if it wants more food. I think I go back in there, steal the food so it has none. And then we wait a couple of days for it to come to the town. We don't have a couple of days. The caravan's going to leave. Mm, I think the caravan's going to stay until we're, we've dealt with this. That was what they said they would do before. And then we, while we're waiting it to come out looking for food, we build a bunch of ballistas to <laughs> combat it uh, at the town. Hey, it worked in Game of Thrones, right? Yeah. Well, so if we fight it outside the cave, we're risking the townsfolk. This thing can barely squeeze through the cavern. We actually, I think, have the advantage if we can draw it out of the water but in and fight it inside of the cave. Mm. I think that's the spot, potentially. Yeah, I was thinking maybe the, the whole poisoning the water thing would be just something to, like, make it angry, make it come out. Mm. But I don't know. If the water was so clean, then that makes me think that they have got some natural filtration system that they can do. Huh. You know what I mean? Well, it's also cave water. It's underground. It's an underground water source. So those are usually clean just by nature. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Like a water, like the water table that's in underneath the rock is usually clean because it's been mm-hmm. filtered through the soil and rock itself. Okay. Right. So, which also leads you to believe it's not stagnant. So maybe it's not the creature itself that's filtering the water, but just the nature of where it is. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it loves the clean water. Yeah. Yeah. Water combat is complicated. 
our team in particular is a lot more ineffective underwater and even fighting over it. I mean, mm-hmm. but the dragon is smart. I mean, the dragon's not necessarily going to let us just, it's not like most monsters will fight guys. I mean, it's an intelligent being. Mm. So, uh, a rather intelligent being. We'd asked Murney for like any advice or whatever. So he just gave us the potion. Uh, I'm wondering, I asked the mayor, is there a, like a sage or someone in town who like knows a lot of things? There's not a sage as such, but we have local storytellers who know a great deal of things. If you wanted to know something and you didn't know many people who knew it, who would you go talk to? <laughs> There's got to be like some seasoned war veteran halflings that hang out at the bar and drink too much. Yeah. Telling their old dragon war battles. You know what? Um, would you learn things about a dragon by making a nature check? Or could you? Probably Arcana would be better one. I'm pretty good at Arcana. All right, Tokus, why don't you go ahead and make an Arcana check? Ooh, that's not bad. I rolled an 18 on the d20. All right, Tokus, since you are pretty good. 24. 24. All right, Tokus, can dragons talk? Like, can they speak common and or Merengian? Yeah, I'm, I'm proficient in Arcana, so it was actually a 25. This number's wrong. Wow. Generally speaking, dragons can speak. Okay. At least if they're beyond the youngest. This is probably a mature dragon. With that check, I'll tell you more than just the one answer. You know that dragons tend to cause influence over their layers and the surrounding lands, particularly if they're there for a long time mm. and if they're older. The exact type of influence that each dragon would have would be different depending on its type. Mm. I mean, it's possible that the extra clean water would be a hint or that the greenery all around the cave would be something. Shaba, you said you had trouble breathing, but it's not like there was smoke. Was there? Mm. What, why did you have trouble breathing? It might have been smoky. I don't know. No, it wasn't smoky. It was something foul in the air. Like an aura of foulness? It's breath. Yeah, just something made you cough and gag floating around in the air. Like the the reek from the dead stuff? It could have been the dead stuff, but I'm just wondering if, like, the zone of influence... Hmm. Well, so if I'm correct, and Tokus, maybe with your arcana check you can tell me this, but not every type of dragon breathes fire. A lot of other dragons breathe other things that are not fire. Mm -hmm. So maybe whatever thing, whatever harmful substance this dragon breathes, it was hanging in the air. Yeah, so you do know that dragons have many different things that they can breathe. As far as something hanging in the air, the most likely one would be a poisonous gas. Mm -hmm. Mm, Yeah. Which comes from the green dragons. Hmm. Right, and that's not just leftovers from the putrid troll. That could literally be that this is a water-breathing poison dragon. Mm, yes. I thought black dragons were the aquatic ones, but maybe I'm wrong. I guess green dragons could be too. Yeah, both of them are. Okay. Yeah, we didn't deal too well with the poison. Poison's not something that Tokus can be resistant to. Actually, yeah. it is. Is it? Well, are you, ta- are you talking about the armband? The armband. Yeah, but uh, I, I can't do my absorb elements with poison. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. So, But you can spend one charge to be immune to poison for a week. Mm-hmm. No, it's great. Yeah, I know. I wow. mean, that part of the armband would be very essential to this, but my teammates are not going to be immune to poison. I can't <laughs> use it on somebody else. It's only for me. Yeah. So I'm, I, I could tank this dragon for a time, like a, a very small clock. 
And in that time frame, we got to burst it down. I mean, we'd have to pull out the big guns. Yeah. Didn't we agree that our the conditions of us fighting this dragon were that we had the crown and therefore need the town? I think if we don't get the town, we don't fight the dragon. It's as simple as that. The town needs to be behind us, and if they're not, then we shouldn't do it. Yeah, because we're putting ourselves in a really precarious uh, situation. Yeah. Yep, so it's the town, or it's not. There's some other stuff we should consider. Remember, I was talking about how there's a few different things I can make with the alchemist gear, even though it's expensive. One of them is called antitoxin. A creature that drinks this vial of liquid gains advantage on saving throws against poison for one hour. It confers no benefit to undead or constructs. That's nice. That would be something I'd want to try to make. Yeah. Or get my hands on there you go. for this encounter. How difficult is that for you to make? It, it depends on the dungeon master. It would be a skill check with alchemist supplies. And I also need to have the materials and the gold cost, which is half of what it would be if we bought it from a merchant. Oh, just going off this, what I'm reading. You could probably find the materials you need. You have some of them with your alchemy kit already. There's DC. Shouldn't be too difficult. It's... One of the simpler alchemical things to create, I would say. Would I be able to make multiple doses if we had enough money and materials? Yeah. Like, could I coat the whole party? Maybe minus Stripey. Because I don't (laughs) think we're going to fight a poison dragon taking full damage from it. Okay, so that's on the chopping block. We have to have the town behind us. Uh, We have to make a bunch of antitoxin vials. Can you have multiple potion buffs in D&D? Could, like, one of us have drunk the potion from Murney and still drink an antitoxin? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right, we're going to go to the mayor and just say, we're not going to fight the dragon unless we have the town's fealty. So work it out with your council. We don't even need to be in the meeting. That's just the bottom line. It's The bottom line is we have the town's fealty or we don't fight the dragon. For the fight, for the dragon fight. We're not asking for it beyond the dragon battle. That's it. Just for the dragon battle, once it's over... They can do what they want to do. They yeah. do what they want. So if your council decides that it is not something that we're going to open up to the rest of the town, then we will not fight the dragon and we will leave. I mean, they could write the king that's forever away and get some help. Sure. It's not going to be us. What do you think, Aslo? You think this is heartless? I mean, we're really putting ourselves at risk here. We're probably just going to die, right, without these buffs, the (laughs) antitoxin, the crown. Yeah, we're giving ourselves the best chance. And without the best chance, we aren't confident that we will survive. Uh, We didn't come here to fight dragons and save towns, even though we are heroes. We already did something for them, but we're not responsible for killing every monster and creepy crawly that's out there in this wild country. We came here to find someone and take revenge, and that's what we're going to do. Yeah, so as for a long term, we're just basically hoping that some of these people stay pledged to me? Not even that, no. It would be fine if they did. It would be fine if they did, but we're really just charging up the crown for use in this one battle, and then whatever happens after that inconsequential well so i'm i'm looking at the crown stats again i mean so what what are we hoping to get the crown to well that's yeah that's what i was going to go to next um i mean the more charges it has the more stuff i can cast right Um, most of these things are like yeah charm effects there's a chance that it's that it can't be charmed which would not be good Mm. and um metagaming a little bit it may have other things it can do that are very good at resisting uh, these types of effects. Right. Mm-hmm. The dominating presence, how many charges do you have now? I believe I have three. You have three. Three. So you have enough to do dominating presence. Is there anything else that would be 
more relevant than the dominating presence. Charm monster. Would that be relevant on a dragon? Charms it. Would that actually work? I don't know. Would I mean? Would any of these things work? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, what's the other one? Suggestion. Suggestion. You can already do that one. Yeah, I can already do that one. So really, we're just trying to get him to charm monster. Is that it? Because we want to try that. Is that better than you trying to use the dominating presence ability? Yeah, I'm not sure. Can we look into that spell? Because really, that's all that we're vying for here, I think, Shaba. So, Charm Monster is just, if it fails to save, it's charmed by you until the spell ends. Um, and the charmed creature is friendly to you for one hour. What's the type of save? Uh, wisdom. Wisdom. Okay, so Wisdom save, Dominating Presence is a Charisma saving throw. Saving throws are usually easier than... than it's the same thing. It's, it's, yeah, it's the same type of thing. Same thing. So, do dragons have higher Charisma or Wisdom? They have higher Charisma. Mm, I don't know. Dragons are pretty high in everything. Yeah. Yeah. So, so okay. So, like, we're going to open up this fight, and you're going to use this ability at some point in theory. Do we want something different than Dominating Presence? Maybe we should have really looked at this earlier, Jay. No, I think the point is that we want enough charges that we can do things multiple times. Well, so he would need to have seven, then, because you can only use Dominating Presence once, right? Oh, wait, you can you, you can do it multiple times? Well, a creature that succeeds is immune for 24 hours. Oh. Yeah. So the sweet spot would be if we could get him to seven charges, which would be a lot of people, right? No. Wouldn't it? It's equal to your charisma modifier plus your total number of followers. It'd be eight people. Yeah. So basically just the mayor and the council would be enough. If your alignment is non-lawful, number, is, number of charges is halved. Right. So then is it more people? Yes. If I want seven, let's see, I have three right now, so that's another four, so we need eight. Fourteen. You need to get seven more people. Eight more people. Yeah. Eight total, seven more. But that's if we just want the minimum of seven that we need, if we want more. Well, that would give him two abilities with the crown. That would give him dominating and charm monster. But each only usable once. Yes. Right. Or you could have two charm monster if we get him to eight charges, in theory. Hmm. I don't know. I feel like we're already invested. He, she, she already went and is having a council meeting. Well, it's a decision that they need to make. Should we see how the council meeting goes? Yep. We'll leave them to their own deliberations. We don't need to be there. We've already set our terms. So there's no negotiation that needs to happen. They know either they agree to our terms or we leave. So we'll allow them to deliberate and come to us with their answer. Yeah.